Hi, pro wrestling fans. Welcome to another week's edition of the Dork Side of the Ring podcast. It's the place where your nerdy obsession with professional wrestling is not only tolerated, it is celebrated. I am Matt Marbury, a.k.a. the Wayne Gretzky of Owen Hart Micro Brawler Collecting. (laughs) (laughs) And across the table from me, of course, Adam Tollison. How's it going, bud? You are so stupid, Roddy. You are stupid. <laughs> nutshot. Nutshot. Oh, it was that after, Adam Cole. It's after, after the nutshot. Yeah, it was. I'll tell you what. That that Adam Cole is lucky he's dating a dental hygienist because he is one fucking shit eater, if you ask me, Adam. Yeah, man. What a piece of shit. Oh, couldn't believe that. End of an era. End of an undisputed era. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Adam, we have some new listeners to the show, and I want to let you guys know we we don't have to um, you don't you don't have to go back and like listen to everything. We kind of run things down week by week. Uh, we look at this day in wrestling history. We look at the raw that happened in 1997 is what we're going through right now on the day we record. Uh, the day we are recording this one is. March 3rd, 2021, and... On this day in pro wrestling history... Almost forgot where the button was, Adam. Rookie. (laughs) (laughs) We're 50 episodes into this thing, dude. I know. By the way, check us out on all the social medias. I wrote down right here, plugs, because I never do it. Good idea. At Dorkside, O-T-R. It is the same thing, whether you're on Twitter or the Instagram. And we also do have a Facebook page if you want to check it out. It all links up there. We uh, are trying to get better at posting pictures of stuff that has come into the collection recently. Um, I tried to post this, the uh, link to the, the episode, things like that. So check that out. But on this day in pro wrestling history, 1976, Rocky Johnson and Jose Lothario defeat Killer Tim Brooks. And Stan Hansen for the NWA Texas Tag Team Titles. KTB. Oh, my God. BTK backwards. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> 1979, Carlos Colon defeats Gorilla Monsoon in Bayamon, Puerto Rico. I don't know if I'm saying that right. To win the WWC North American Heavyweight title. This ended Monsoon's second reign and began Colon's seventh reign. 1991, Pegasus Kid, oh yeah, aka Chris Benoit, uh, he's going to defeat Viano the Third to win the WWF World Lightweight World Lightweight. Sorry, Adam. Let me start this over. Go ahead. World Light Heavyweight Title. See, that's why it's a fucking oxymoron. You can't be a light. And a heavyweight, you know what I mean? Eh, it's still going in, in New Japan. I it's, hate it's it. The the light, and I, I'm only no. It's a junior. That's right. You when you mix light and heavy, right. it bothers me. That's true. It's two separate things. I'm only familiar with Viano one and two anyway. Yeah, me too. This three guy, I have no idea. <laughs> Four kicked ass. <laughs> uh, that was in Mexico, ending Viano's fifth reign with that belt. Um, on the same day, twenty. 300 miles away, Scott Hall defeats Miguel Perez Jr. for the WWC Caribbean heavyweight title Nice in Puerto Rico. That ended Perez's second reign with that title. 
Scott Hall in Puerto Rico, huh? <sighs> I wish that was a DVD. Yeah, me too. That would be awesome. Sign me up for 1991, that. Scott Hall in Puerto oh Rico, God. dude. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. 1997, a year we're very fond of. The Monday Night War continues. WCW Nitro defeats WWF Raw 3.4 to 1.9 in the ratings. That's just, um, like, I think... I think 1997 Raw is starting to ramp up. So to see that they only had a 1.9, it's like mind boggling to me. Uh, it, it is ramping up, but there's a lot there's a lot more ramp to cover. Sure, like. no, 100 percent. Because shit, dude, go back like a month and a half ago. It's like that's uh, true. That is true. <laughs> 2003. So what is that? Six years later, WWE held the 510th edition of Raw live from the Nassau Coliseum. That scored a 4.5 rating. Damn. But then again, that's going unopposed because Nitro's done by then. True. I don't know if so TNA's got the... any Monday night pay-per-views or anything going on at that time. but That won't count on ratings, though, right? No, it wouldn't. But it would still be competition because it would be eyes that wouldn't be on Raw, I guess. Sure. I don't know. 2009, this is funny. In an interview with the UK Mirror, actor and early WrestleMania headliner Mr. T commented that he turned down an invitation to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame because of the induction of another celebrity, Pete Rose, ahead of him. Really? Here's an excerpt from the interview. Do you want me to do it in Mr. T voice, or is that not cool? Uh, whatever you're comfortable with. <laughs> I'll, I'll decline. <laughs> WWE asked me to be in the Hall of Fame, and I turned it down. You know why? They put Pete Rose in the Wrestling Hall of Fame. This guy can't even get into his own Hall of Fame. After they put Rose in, they came and asked me and said, and I said, you don't insult me. You don't put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame before me. I ain't going to be a part of that. They put him in, and he only did one WrestleMania, and he didn't even wrestle. And then the uh, UK Mirror goes on to say, for the record, Pete Rose actually appeared at WrestleMania's 14, 15, and 16, doing one more than Mr. T, a bit with Kane each year that led to Rose taking some sort of bump. Yep, choke slams, <laughs> tombstones. Remember one year he came out like he was in like a chicken costume or something that <laughs> yeah. came pulled the head off and it that's, was Pete Rose. That's right. That's interesting. That I agree. Like, uh, Pete Rose is a cheat. He can't even get into his own Hall of Fame. If he would have just stopped right there, I'm like, all right, valid yeah, argument. Right. But he's like, no, 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 they let him in before me. And then I want to know what Mr. T's doing in 20, 2009 that he can just be like, no, I'm going to turn down a... Yeah, didn't you say he was like really hard to find? Maybe I think he still is. Yeah, kind of like isn't he involved in the church or something in Chicago Probably. or yes. something like that? Something like that. That's how they ended up tracking him down. I think to actually because he was inducted a few years back, did nothing about talk about his mom during this Hall of Fame speech. If you remember that, or was that the Brodus Clay segment? <laughs> I don't know. Crossing streams. I don't know either. <laughs> Two thousand ten. Ring of Honor announced that Kevin Kelly would be joining the company as announcer. Um, I am loving his work on New Japan to this day. Oh, yeah. 2011, Brian McCarthy, 32, of Deer Park, Texas, was arrested and charged with illegally distributing pirated broadcasts of TV shows, films, sports programming, and pay-per-view events, including WWE. He ran a website called channelsurfing.net, that made over $90,000 in ad revenue from the site since 2006. So what is that, Five year, a five-year span? Oh, I didn't think about the ad revenue. That's yeah. interesting. 
90 K over five years. I mean, that's, that's almost 20 K a year. Yeah. That's a lot. I mean, for, it's not a ton of money for, like, for passing along entertainment, you know yeah. what I mean? That isn't yours. Right. No. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> I don't know whatever happened to it. Like I didn't, I didn't dig deeper. It, well, the thing of it is, is like, like those torrents I've heard, um, <laughs> way to go there is a ton of ads yeah that's like the problem with them right is right like there's pop-ups pain in, well that, <laughs> you know where i get all this information on this segment from pw insider there has never been a page with more ads on it than that oh, like shit. you have to spend the first four minutes after that page loads clicking x's like all over the fucking screen god damn it and, and they're like you can pay for an ad free version but i'm like ah all I use it for really is this once a week. I think I can deal with the ads. Yeah, we're, we're good. <laughs> 2012, former WWF, WCW, ECW, and All Japan pro wrestling star Doug Furness passes away. Oh, I almost said to Jerry. I, I meant, was like, no, he's still alive. He's still with us. Well, you didn't say passes away. Oh. I, I was just trying to, who, I'm like, who was, <laughs> who was in all those yes. promotions? I would have not have said to him. No, I know. And again, I didn't, I didn't look further into that, but what he, year was it? 2012. Okay. Crazy though. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's, we were just watching him. We're thick in the middle of watching him and, and this raw run. Raw, yeah. This is funny. 2013, the Simpsons aired an episode titled gorgeous grandpa, where it was revealed that grandpa Simpson had a former life as a professional wrestler, gorgeous Godfrey. Yeah. Who was a feared villain. It turned out that Mr. Burns was a huge fan. And convinces Grandpa to return to the ring. I always love the wrestling Simpsons tie-ins. I know. It's so Classic. great. <laughs> uh, 2014, Vince McMahon officially made it to the Forbes list of billionaires for the first time with his personal wealth listed at $1.2 billion. Nice. And then 2014, the same exact day, WWE broadcast Raw from Chicago, Illinois. It has been two months since CM Punk left the company the night after the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And I remember as a fan watching it thinking, well, this is it. Like, Raw's in Chicago. Because <laughs> at this point, it hadn't been, it hadn't, you, you haven't got, you haven't tricked me a million times like you have now. True. This is two months after. True. Guys go on a fucking six-week hiatus all the time. We've watched Shawn Michaels come in and out just in 97, (laughs) like six times at this point. 100%. (laughs) Um, So, like, we think this is it. This is going to be the return. And as soon as Michael Cole introduces us to Raw, Cult of Personality hits. Do you remember this? Yeah. And who walks out? I don't remember who walks out. Paul Heyman. And he starts cutting a really good promo. But it is almost like... It, it, I don't want to say he was bashing punk during the promo, but I think he, he kind of was like, dude, you walked out on, on your, your obligations and you walked out on all these people. Right. And he kind of made a big deal. Up, but that was, I mean, I couldn't believe that that was the time where they were like, really, I mean, it was bad blood between those two, two months later because, and, and Heyman was his manager when he left. Right? Yes. Yeah, that's right. I don't know if it was right after he left because but, I think Brock had turned on him by then. Okay. Um, but no, Heyman was his manager throughout pretty much that whole that year, you know, four hundred and thirty-four day run or whatever he had. Yeah. So yeah, man. Uh birthdays. We got PJ Black, the Darewolf. How old's the Darewolf, Adam? Darewolf is forty one. Thirty nine. Why is it then like two? <laughs> well 
Ivar or Warbeard Hansen, whatever you prefer. Hansen? Yeah. Hansen's 40. 37. Ah. <laughs> and Mandy Leone. Hmm. Mandy Leone is 35. A gentleman never asks, a lady never tells. Is that what it says? Um, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> It's now time for the Retro Raw Review. To be fair, she wasn't even on my list until I was scrolling Facebook earlier, and Ring of Honor said happy birthday to me, uh, Mandy Leone. So, oh, and nice. they didn't list her age. So, Well, because they're classy. Exactly. They're a classy organization That's over right. there. <laughs> All right. Retro Raw Review of the March 3rd, 1997 from Deutschland Halle in Berlin, Germany. Over the um, overseas this time. Pretty cool. I got a little. Uh, I got the intro. The World Wrestling oh, Federation. For over fifty years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. For nearly thirty years, this terrible wall symbolized the world's division. But the people of Berlin tore it down on November 9, 1989, signaling the end of the Cold War and the celebration of a reunified Germany. The Brandenburg Gate, which once blockaded east from west, is now a free passageway. A portion of the wall that literally split the city in half still stands today. A testament to the human spirit and now a symbol of unity to the rest of the free world. Tonight, the eyes of the world are once again on Berlin. Eight superstars have battled for seven nights in seven cities for the honor of being the first European champion. Tonight, two men united as tag team champions are engulfed in controversy. Two men are united by family and divided by a common goal. Tonight, the world unites in Berlin, Germany to crown the first ever World Wrestling Federation European champion. I didn't think that was so long when I did it. <laughs> I watched the Raw early this time. I thought uh, I'm usually like a Monday guy watching the old, watching the old Raw. Oh, you do because I'm home with a Maverick all day. I got gotcha. so I usually carve out a little time, but I think I had it done by like Friday, maybe Saturday this last week. It varies with me. And Whenever I, you can get it in, that's right. Honky Tonk Man starts off coming out. Yes, man. Um, and I loved this. I love the presentation. Like it kind of looked like a house show, but it was. It was like lit like a house show, but camera wise it wasn't. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. But I'm I'm I was excited when this when this uh show got announced because I was like, Oh, it's pretty cool getting to see a new title introduced into the company. I think they said during the show that it was twenty years since a new title had been introduced, which I'm assuming would have been the IC title. Yeah, I would I would guess that too. So yeah, I was pretty I was pretty Excited. Jesus, how many titles did we see? <laughs> like, just stop. <laughs> the brand split fucked everything up. To be yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree. That's what happened. Uh, match number one, it is Hunter Hearst Helmsley versus Bret Hart. And Bret Hart has to be like the most over guy in Europe during this time. Yeah. Like they are going freaking ape shit to see him. But he's still got that damn attitude. Well, it's weird because they they eat it up, but in in the United States, and they really start to amp up on this in the next coming months. Right. Um, they love them no matter what. Yeah. They're throwing stuffed animals in the ring. Hunter's c- kicking, kicking them out. Them out yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just like they're fucking in love with Bret the Hitman Hart. And the match, it's pretty good. The finish comes. Bret Hart's putting the boots to Hunter as Hunter's hung up in the tree of woe. Bret shoves the referee because Earl's giving him the count. Yep. 
Knock it off. Now you're DQ'd, buddy. Yeah, DQ win for uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Then China, who's still unnamed. Yep. Hops in the ring and staring down Brett. Yeah, she awesome. looks. She looks like she wants a piece of the hitman, like, man. I think China could take Brett here. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, um, by the way, I listened to it's a it's fairly old now, but there was a Jim Ross today podcast just on China. It was like two and a half hours. Okay, I think it was from December or January. But man, like you could tell, like he was trying not to talk ill of her, but man, he. He did not have a lot of nice things to say about her. No, no, uh, and she it was, was nasty to him. And then when they when I told that story about me um, interviewing at Family Video and seeing the DVD or whatever, yeah. Well, they Conrad like lists all of the titles that she and it was like a lot. It was a it was like the X Pac one, and then there was like there's more another night in China. Oh boy, back door to China. Oh no, <laughs> it just keeps getting worse, <laughs> worse and worse. But it was, <laughs> I was like, Oh my God. But yeah, she's, she's out here. Officials corral her and escort her to the back. Hunter then shoves them away. So it seems as though these two might be in cahoots, Adam. Yeah. looks like it. Match two is Vader versus Rocky Maivia for the intercontinental championship. Oh, wait a minute. What? Skipped over one little small part. Sure, they went to go interview. They, they're teasing oh, an interview st- with, with Stone Cold. <laughs> yes. they're, they're they're saying Austin's at the studio, and they keep like teasing that we're going to get a word from him, and that's like a thread throughout. But I well, know the, what you're talking the about. The first one, they go, "All right, let's cut to him," and then they go to him, and he's not sitting in the chair, and then you hear a toilet flush. <laughs> yes, very. Vince, that is right? Vince McMahon yes. to a T. <laughs> um. So Vader and Rocky for the IC strap. I wrote down, it's too bad that die, Rocky, die chance didn't start here in Berlin. Because then I go back to the Simpsons. Oh, Does that sh- tattoo say die, Bart, die? No, it's German for the Bart, the. the. <laughs> that's Love just, the that's Simpsons just, references. That's stupid humor, whatever. Uh, it's another solid match. And apparently Vader beat Rocky a few days earlier to eliminate him from the European title tournament. Okay. Um, Rocky wins this match by disqualification after Mankind appears with Paul Bear's urn. Smacks him upside that head of his. Yes, he did. And it was weird because Vader seemed to have the match in hand for right. most of it. Yeah. So they're like, what the fuck? Both these guys are managed by Paul Bear. They're never on the same page. Nope. So, yeah. Um, next up, we get a little recap from the EC. A lot of recaps on this show, by the way. Yeah, there was. We got a little recap from the ECW invasion that happened last week. And I like how they pixel out certain stuff. They pixeled out every single like weapon that was used that wasn't a steel chair. Yeah. I think it's like WWF's like, well, we use steel chairs. We we don't need to tile that out. But a kendo stick, we're not going to show that. We're not going to show. I think they want to like add to the mystery. Yes, the mystique. Yeah, the mystique. If you missed it, you better keep watching because these guys, these boys, might be coming back. Yep. Um, (laughs) Match number three: the Sultan. He defeats Flash Funk with the camel clutch. That's a. Nothing really of note during that match, uh, except for Paul E. calls in to accept Lawler's challenge to return to a WWF show. Yep. He won't say when it'll happen. He definitely gets his plugs in again for his April 13th pay-per-view. And he says he might show up this next week on Raw. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> I put down <laughs> or I in my head I was like, well, judging by the thumbnail on the uh, next week's raw, it's probably going to happen. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. 100% on the network. <laughs> Well, oh boy! Spoiler, sorry, Matt. sorry, dude, sorry. Um, we then we get like a lot of non wrestling. They start with a couple more recaps. They show the Stone Cold stuff from back in October, where he roughed up a studio hand. Oh um, yeah. Then they show some footage of the cracks that are forming in the team of Owen Hart and Davy Boy. Remember, they're going to be in the main event for this European title. And then we get a little in ring interview with Ahmed Johnson who says he accepts Farouk's WrestleMania Street Fight Challenge, but that he won't be coming alone. And then they finally, we get another recap of the LOD return from the week before when they fought the Headbangers to a double countout. Right. And a promo from Shotgun Saturday Night featuring LOD. So where we're heading, and they haven't announced it yet, but we are heading for a six-man tag between LOD and and Ahmed and... The uh, Nation of Domination. Match number four, we see Mankind versus Psycho Sid for the WWF Championship. Three title matches on this show. Hey, one in Germany. <laughs> Later, Hosen. <laughs> <laughs> These guys, they waste no time getting things going. Sid attacks Mankind before the bell even rings. I love the leg drop on the apron. To yes. Sit. That was gnarly. Brutal, dude. Uh, there's These guys really had a great match. Yeah, I, I loved it. this match. I think it might have been my favorite match on the... Well, no, it, it absolutely was not my favorite match on the Yeah, card. I was like, hold, hold I was just on say, now. It was my favorite match up until this point. <laughs> yeah, me too. We do get some words from Austin during this one. It was really good. Uh, he's so coming into that Stone Cold character. He's going to beat Hitman in the submission match. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't go, I'll, I'll make up a damn submission. I don't use too many submissions. <laughs> yeah, and I always I'll like find something. Yeah. I'm like, you came in with the million dollar dream. That's all you put away people with. So <laughs> you got that one down if you want it, Steve. That's old Steve. This is new Steve. That's man. true. That's true. Mankind. He takes some crazy bumps in this match. Uh, and we also see Sid break the mandible claw, which nobody has done yeah, before. I like that. And Sid delivers a brutal power bomb, choke slam, power bomb to One, get the two, win. Three. But mankind looked like a million bucks in this match. Like you, in a losing effort, you you came out looking awesome. I agree. And nowadays, I think people think if you lose a match, no matter what, you look like shit. And some of that might have to do with, you know, you get five minutes to have a match on Raw, right? Like you can't, you don't have enough time to like get your shit in, look good, and then lose. Yeah, you just have enough time to to lose. Mostly, and even sometimes there, it's not. They don't even do a. I don't know. It's not. It's not necessarily a squash match, but it just doesn't seem to help almost anybody in the yeah. match. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, because it's I like it doesn't help the guy that got beat. Yeah, and the guy that won, it's like, well, who'd you beat? Yeah, or you know there's I mean? yeah, or or there's screwery, it's, fuckery. Match. It's weird. <laughs> uh, before the main event, we get a great interview with Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's asked about his thoughts on Bret Hart and his WrestleMania match, and he just like goes off on Bret Hart. If you're not whine, if you're not crying, you're leaving. If you're not leaving, I don't know. It's just yes. it was really good. It's so good. And I meant to put, I meant to bite that sound, but I I completely forgot to be 100 percent honest with you guys. Uh, match five. This is the main event of the evening. It is Owen Hart versus the British Bulldog for the brand new European Championship. This match was awesome. What did you think about this match? Oh, 
those two together is fireworks. Like, it's crazy. It, like it's so, and and it it's fun because it still plays into the the story. They both still have the tag titles. Yep, they're um, brothers. They're, in-law. they're brother in laws. Yep. Um, is it? I I always struggle with that. Is it brothers in law or brother in laws? Oh. You know what? <laughs> tomato, tomato. I don't care. Brothers in law. Is that what? I, that's what I wrote down, but I wasn't sure. And now there's going to be somebody on a police force somewhere. Like, nope. We are brothers in law. <laughs> you guys are brother in laws. There we go. <laughs> um, I love the. I like the sh- uh, Vince. Vince is going off at one point. He's like, "Yeah, this isn't the senior tour." Yeah, and you're like, "Oh, you're just ripping on hundred yeah, <laughs> percent." This is not far off from the Huckster and the Nacho yes, Man and absolutely. shit like that. But <laughs> I, what have they done since? Like, the, they're employing the same tactics that WCW employed way back then. Now, sure, bringing in a Goldberg, bringing in an Edge. I oh mean, yeah, Edge God can damn. probably still go, but I, I don't know. I just think that's funny. How it's it's cool to shit on what WCW did, and trust me, it got me hook, line, and sinker. Oh yeah, I was. It was almost like in that era when the age we were, you know, you're sixteen ish. It's like you you have to. They force you to make a choice on things. Yeah, it's like Monday Night Raw or WCW Nitro, and it's like you can kind of watch both flipping back and forth, which we did. But if I if like lying in the sand, I had to pick one. I'm a WWF guy. I was. Until the New World Order. Until the New World Order. And then the New World Over Order got too fucking diluted. Very, yeah. And then you're back. And then I did come back. Um, or it's like Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. It's always like... Yeah. You, you, could, had to, you kind of had to pick one. Kinda, you could have both, but you still have your favorite. Yeah, you're not rich. <laughs> We're not the selfs, shit. <laughs> you only had one, cons- you know. But you'd find some games on those other consoles you liked. Oh, you, you would. Um, I liked... Uh, there's so much. Yeah, there's, ahead, there's it's a it's a great it's a great match. Like at one point, you think it's done. Um, Owen gets his foot on the rope, which is like I I don't know. It was it was a great. They they're so good. I loved how much like technical other. wrestling they yes. did, and how many reversals they did. Yeah, and like several times during the match, they're shaking hands or giving each other a high uh, yeah. little five. Little, little, you know, yeah, a little dap. You but know? Owen does revert to his heel tactics and feigns a knee injury. Of course, he's been doing it for three months. <laughs> but he's never done it on his own partner, dude. Sure. That was that was dirty pool. But Bulldog should have been like, all right. Uh, like, yeah. yeah, he should have. He should have <laughs> known better, Davey. Jesus, Davey. Um, <laughs> the match is, I mean, it's just like a, a tit for tat. Like, yeah. everything Bulldog is back and forth, back suplex. and forth, back and forth. Owen hits a German. Um, not, not a person in the crowd, a German suplex. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Gets the sharpshooter on him. It and then at the end the tombstone reversal. Yeah, victory roll reversal. Um it was amazing. So well, no, yeah. no, no, sorry. He had him like up like a tombstone, but then Davy reversed it into the power slam. Yes, yeah, into yeah. the power slam. That's right. Which then Owen Hart went into a victory roll, yep. which Davy Boy reversed and got the pin. That's right. So neither guy ends up really looking bad again. Because it, no. w- it wasn't like Davey Boy delivered the power slam, got the one, two, three. It was kind of like, almost like Brett Owen, WrestleMania 10, where Owen won with a roll-up. Yeah. Like, anybody can get beat with a roll-up at any time. Sure. Especially after a match like this. And Absolutely. And, like, this thing was fantastic. Like, go out of your way. Watch yeah. it if you haven't. Even if you have, if it's been a while, you should check it out because it deserves another look. Um. They show each other some respect after the match. There is a little moment where both guys are like holding up the European title 
and their tag titles, but they yeah. they like each have a hand on the European, and like Owen doesn't really want to let it go. I love that. Davy has to like yank it. I don't know. It's it's great. I had to go look and see what Meltzer rated this match. Ooh, I'd like to guess. Please do. Three point five. Four point five. Ooh. 4.5 stars. Um, I checked 1997 WWF only saw two five-star matches. And it was. Mm, I got nothing. You got nothing? Oh. It was uh, Brett Austin WrestleMania 13. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And then it was uh, Sean Undertaker, very first Hell in the Cell. Hell in the Cell is coming? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, <laughs> Another it's coming. spoiler alert, Matt. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, next week we are back in the States for a live episode of Raw, the March 10th, 1997 edition to be exact. Will ECW be there? Judging by the thumbnail on the WWE Network, I'd say yes. Probably Paul E. And we will be here, right here. To break it down on the Retro Raw Review. Next up, it's time to go into the darkness. It's a news segment. It's a part of the show where we talk about what's coming your way in the world of wrestling figures and collectibles. We also discuss any items that have recently made their way into our personal collections. News time. Uh, let's see here. We got some more leaked WWE Mattel lineups. Again, these are these are leaked, so they're not official. I don't call anything official until I say the Ringside Collectibles logo logo on it. Yeah, they're usually like that's my official source. But okay. some of these guys, I mean, they do some digging, and some of these guys are very accurate with these things. Now things could change, whatever, but. Either way, they showed Basic Series 124 said to have Seth Rollins, Io Shirai, Rey Mysterio, Angel Garza, and Kyle O'Reilly. They also showed Elite 88, which consists of Roman Reigns, Riddle, Rey Mysterio, MVP, Trish Stratus, and Kushida. Nice. Now, we've seen a lot of these, you know, renders and stuff, so it it seems like, you know, a lot of times when they show that stuff, we don't know what set it's going to be in, but at least you know it's coming down the pike pretty soon, so it seems reliable. Sure. Um, they also showed a Elite 2-pack featuring The Rock and Mankind from their infamous Royal Rumble I Quit match. With the chair shots? Yeah. Yikes. It's got to come with a steel chair, right? No, I least, think so. At least one. More like a, or you're missing the boat. You're really, you're really missing the boat. Concussion bill from the hospital. Or Dewey crying <laughs> from the front row. Yeah. <laughs> that's so sad when that's you watch. terrible. Man, I loved, that's got to be one of my favorite WWE produced things in the last year was that it was the, it was the Triple H Mankind feud. Un, I think it was Untold, one of those. Yeah. Just fantastic. Yeah, they did the. I loved watching that. They did one with the Orton and Undertaker, Yeah, right? they've done a yeah, few yeah. of them. Yeah, but those, man, those were good. Let's see. In retro figure news, we I don't know if we had any new retro figure news yes, last week. I don't think so. I don't so. think so. We got a new one today, though, from Cello Toys. Basically, Cello Toys, they're the one that put up the Aldis. Okay. They got an Ethan Page that I think is shipping very soon. Um, I forget who the, the last one they showed, but either way. Um, they just Kevin showed another Sullivan? one. No, because no, that's what that's Zom- Zombie, Zombie Sailor. Sailor's got the other gotcha. the other line. Gotcha. Um, Hayabusa. 
And it's a jumper. It's the first time that I've seen one of these retros be a jumper, except for that Brian Myers is going to be a jumper as well. Oh, yeah. I think I saw the, the artwork. The Hayabusa one looks awesome. The mask dude. and everything. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. red. It's great looking. Um, Pro Wrestling Tees, they had a surprise drop on Monday morning. It was a Kevin Nash micro brawler, limited to 350, and as you can imagine, sold out in minutes. And I, one thing that I hate is I was on my phone and on the computer trying to lock one down. They said that if you get the app, like we're going to alert you faster or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like pulled up Facebook and stuff, and people in some of the figure groups were putting that it was live, like, I don't know, four to six minutes before I got the on the, app. the app notification. So I was like, come on, guys. You 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 kind of told me, like, hey, get the app. It's basically the app just takes you to the mobile version of their website. Mm. So what's the point of even having the app if you're not going to, like, let me know if you're the not gonna, second yeah, something's going to drop? Get the news know. first, right. But either way, 350 it would have been very difficult to get one anyway, so whatever. Um, I did see eBay prices. They're, like, in the $200 range. Yeah, that's crazy. I screenshotted one to Adam, and uh, he's like, how is that possible? And, like, as soon as somebody gets a confirmed order. They just put it they up can there. They just put it up and say, hey, confirmed order. You'll get it. Basically, you'll get it when you get it, but. Yeah. Start the bed in now. Oh, man. Crazy, dude. And that was like, that's your guy. That's my guy. God damn it. That's my guy. <laughs> w- oh, did you see this? WWE and A&E have partnered up for a new series. It's going to be similar to Dark Side of the Ring. Um, But it's it's all going to be, I think they've got eight topics, if you will, locked up. Like a Stone Cold, a Rock. You know it's going to have a WWE spin on it. It's going to yeah. be, everything's going to be kind of like rose-colored glasses and stuff like that. Um. A lot of Triple H. A lot of Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. It, it's But it's that's not the news to me. The news to me is they're also going to put out another show on A&E. Yeah, I was going to say there's two, right? Yeah, it's called okay. WWE Hidden Treasures. And I haven't seen any real pu- uh, promotion for it or anything like that. Okay. But I guess it's going to hold. Uh, there's a host. And I think they said he's a former NFL player. And I can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head. Um, but basically he's going to pair up with a legend and go look for historical WWE or F heart artifacts. Oh, really? So it's kind of like American pickers with like, <laughs> I guess the first episode he's going to be with Kane and they're on the road trying to track down the original Kane mask. Nice. So I think it's gonna be like, well, I heard this guy bought it from a, from a collector on eBay. I'll or, watch the hell out of that. Fuck yeah. I can't, <laughs> I can't wait for that. I want to know where Kamal's casket is. Yeah, not his real casket. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what I mean, though. Like six feet in Ugandan, man. Oh man, I was in the jungle. I just think that this sounds. It's probably. It's either gonna be it really it's bad. Probably be really bad, <laughs> or it'll be good. Who I knows? don't know. I love. I love the thought of it. I didn't know that. I just saw like people going. Well, there's only eight uh, uh, episodes of the. Uh, biography thing or whatever and there's 10 wrestlers in the promo and they're like there's another show and i didn't know what the other show was uh wwe pro pickers yeah settle down you neck beards <laughs> yeah you'll get what you get yeah, that's right <laughs> by the way the next no i heard i heard so the next pay-per-view which is fast lane it originally said we're gonna have to switch over to this peacock thing like by march 17th yeah but now i guess Fast Lane's going to be available both on like the regular network and on Peacock. Really? And then WrestleMania is going to be the first one, which is probably a smart idea. Maybe you kind of iron out any kinks 
during yeah. fast lane. Yeah, you don't want you don't want your big, you don't want to do that in Mania, right? Remember when WWE Network launched oh, the first nice. the first like live thing was an NXT takeover. Oh, it was. Yeah. So it's but at that time, take what we didn't even know what the fuck a takeover was. Sure, we didn't realize it was gonna go on to be like the greatest show of you, any weekend at the time. But at that time, it like it crashed all this stuff, and it was like, well. They're gonna need. We to can do iron that. it out. I wonder if like Peacock knows too. Like we talked about, they have to know. Yeah, like yeah, there's gonna be a lot of traffic coming your way. Yeah, Don't. they have to know. They've but, run the numbers. They bought it for like a billion dollars. They, they have to know. I hope so. I hope they're ready. They know. I hope they're ready for it. There you go. You know what I'm saying? There you go. All right. Uh, just as Amazon is starting pre-orders on the Mattel WWE Elite Fan Takeover Series Two. There's a poll up for Ultimate Series 10 with Triple H as the subject, of course. Why wouldn't he get another Ultimate? He's the Cody of <laughs> AEW <laughs> figures. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That last one's cool, though. That, like, 90, 90, I think it's a 98 DX with the chain mail. I have it over in the case. That's probably going to be my Hunter. But anyway, okay. this, the, uh, the, the three figures we're choosing between, it's King of the Ring 2000, Basically, just his black trunks with like the cross on it. It's where he was in a six man tag. This is this is very weird and convoluted. But the mutton chops, like on, no, the, on the face. Okay, that's the next the next one. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, I, I can usually go better off of his uh, facial, facial hair. hair. <laughs> no, this is like this is long hair Triple H. Um, he's with Stephanie McMahon, and it's it's Triple H, Shane McMahon. And Vince McMahon in a six-man tag against, like, Austin Rock Jarek or Undertaker okay. or something like that. Okay. And the stipulation is if any of those guys pin any of the McMahon-Helmsley guys, Triple H loses his heavyweight title. Oh, shit. Heavyweight title defended in a six-man tag is fucking dumb. Oh, of course. And, of course, Rock pins, like, Vince or Shane or something, and there you go. But anyways, it's that gear. Or it's Survivor Series 2006. That's with the black trunks with the DX on it and the Lemmy facial hair. Oh, yeah. Like the big chops, like you're saying. And then finally, it's Super Showdown 2018, which is basically like that. uh, They kind of already put out a WrestleMania figure where he's bald. Yeah, he's bald. It's basically like him now. Yeah. You know what I mean? He hasn't changed a look since 2018. Right. So that's what that is. Uh, Sad news San Diego Comic Con announced. There will be no in-person con this year. We kind of saw it coming, but... Yeah, what are you going to do? They'll do it virtually again. could move it to Texas. <laughs> you can move it to Florida. <laughs> Anything goes. I think Texas and uh, Mississippi is... Really? They're not even doing masks there anymore. Mm, it's insane. It's crazy, though. But it, you know what? Last year went about as good as it could with all the virtual stuff. The I, can't, I always look forward to seeing what Mattel puts out as their con-exclusive. Right. I'm excited to see if, because AEW wasn't, they were a thing, but they didn't have figures out at last year's Comic-Con. So right. they're, I'm assuming they're going to have a con exclusive yeah. oh, and shit like sure. that. So it's going to be, be last fun. year was the Mr. T, the Mr. T. They always do great ones because it's like weird. They'll wedge a weird, those wedges, those weird ones. The shark. Um, Shockmaster. Shockmaster. All right. those weird ones are always con exclusive. So I'm excited for it. Um, new arrivals. You got anything? Not a damn thing. Not a damn thing. I'm sorry, Matt. I Not a damn. Spent all my money on something else. 
Oh my god! Thank you again for that. You're by welcome. the way, we I I listened back to last week's show and it was awesome. I, I was it. in awe over it, and happy. I never even I never even really told the kids at home what it was. Really? I said no, it was. No, you did. I said it was a signature series WWE championship, and I never I, mentioned it was Razor. No, Ramon. you said Razor Ramon because this is my guy or something. No, I said it on our really? other podcast. Oh, no shit. <laughs> Which we recorded right after this one, but yeah. Really? Yeah, it's. I posted pictures of it. Once again, check out the uh, Instagram, the Twitter, all that jazz, at DorksideOTR. I, po- I definitely posted a picture of it. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. Thing of beauty. Um, I have a couple things. I don't I mean, I don't have a ton either. I have like, well, I, I don't know. Uh, okay, so Pops. When they release these waves of pops, uh-huh. I'm always just hopping on and just pre-ordering them. Okay. And it's kind of fun because then you, you have no idea when they're coming. Oh, right. So this one I probably ordered like two months ago. It's a GameStop exclusive Ooh, Ric Flair. I like that Ric Flair. It's got the black and white robe. It's the Royal Rumble Royal 92. Rumble 92 yeah. And this also comes with a Royal Rumble pin that you can kind of see in there, which is awesome. Oh, yeah. GameStop exclusive, Diamond Edition, so it's got a little glitter to it. I think it's funny how they have to like keep coming up with gimmicks. Yeah, well, this one's flocked, which means furry. <laughs> I don't have a flocked pop, but they have them. Flocked uh, pop. <laughs> uh, Adam was kind enough. Me and Adam were at the same Walmart today, not even in our town. That's so weird to me. And we were about four hours apart. Apart. And oh, let me go by mine first because I got this one first. Uh, on the pegs, they had a whole set of Elite 81. Oh, wow. And they had May the, Young. The May Young. I was, I'm on the fence about <laughs> That's this. That's awesome. I don't know, man. It's like, I'm on the fence about that figure, but it is it is what it is. It's like, you're not going to pass it up for 15 bucks if you see it on the pegs. First fits, time in the line. <laughs> and it fits into my category, obviously. She wrestled. It does. She was around there. Taking- way before <laughs> Cena. Yeah. I just, it's just something else. I don't know. So, yeah, May Young, welcome to the collection. But then Adam texts me probably four hours later, and he's like, hey, man, you still looking for that Masters of the Universe Macho Man? And I was like, if it's the black and white one, I, absolutely. Like, where are you at? And he tells me, he's like, I'm at the Delavan Walmart. And I'm like, I was there at like 1030 this morning, and they, they had no Masters of the WWE Universe. So Adam picked that up for me, which I appreciate. It's going to look really awesome next to the other one. Those those masters of the universe figures, like I, part of me wishes I was all in and get and, and getting them all, get them all. But then I don't need another line to collect. To be honest <laughs> with you, so I just like if they put out a razor, I'm definitely in. Uh, I'm just gonna kind of pick and choose. The day after we recorded last week's show, the uh, the Macho Man Ultimate showed up, yeah. and this thing is a thing of beauty. It basically depicts the. Would have been the fourth Macho Man in the Hasbro line, the jumper with the white jacket. Oh, totally. It's exactly what that figure yeah. is from, which is, I think the gear actually represents a Saturday night's main event heading toward WrestleMania 8. I could see that. Um, but, man, I love it. And you, people are complaining about, like, how large the hat is and stuff, because if you, if you look at some of the other oh, Macho Man elites. Tall. Yeah, but look at the, look at the, like, look at the stuff on the back. Look at the actual pictures of them on the side. I think yeah. that hat was much larger than the other Especially ones. Especially the side one, dude. It that, looks that's like a, a tall ten, hat. What are you going to do? Take on hat. Like, dig it. <laughs> that's awesome. I think it's looks awesome. Good. I can't wait to crack that guy open. 
It, it looks amazing. I'm so glad that I got one that looks nice too because I've seen some people post ones that like the true effect scan is like off a little bit. So it looks like it looks like this figure oh, being a planet of the apes. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, it's like Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but I think Yeah, that's that's it for me, but um you don't have any surprises <laughs> for me this week. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was amazing, dude. I was like gushing over that for days. I've cleared out a nice spot and top look, shelf on the detail. Looks good on top shelf. Oh man, it looks it, it's a thing of beauty, Adam. It's now time for What You Watching, where we discuss what in the world of professional wrestling we've watched this week. It could be current product, vintage viewing, or anything in between. Nothing is off the table, or ladder, or chair. You know what I'm talking about. When's the last time you watched uh, Ring of Honor? Oh, God, it's been a while. Since, like, finals of the Pure Tournament. Yeah, me yeah. too. So you checked it out? I did. It's pretty damn good. What'd you um, get? The Briscoes against Kenny King and Dragon Lee. Damn boys. And it wasn't so much that match, but afterwards EC3 came out and kind of talked to Jay Briscoe like, hey, man, you uh, used to be the heavyweight champion. Yeah. You know, like, what are you doing? When I first started watching, he was like the baddest motherfucker. He's like, you just lost to Dragon Lee and Kenny King. Like, uh, do you want to control your own narrative? And I was like, oh, okay, I see what they're doing here. Oh, God. Um, so after that, it was, um, so Bateman's bald now. Really? Yep. You remember how I said I always got him mixed up with somebody else? Yeah. The first ever WWE NXT United Kingdom champion, mm. Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate. It's yep. like, what the fuck? Yep. It's way too similar. It's, that is. Uh, Bateman had a, a match against Michael Bennett. Okay. Bennett wins the pile driver. Taven comes out and remember in misery when Kathy Bates puts the, the <laughs> Kathy Bates, Tyler Bateman, <laughs> Tyler Bates. <laughs> Are you going to tell me about the hobbled scene? The We're, block of wood between his legs? Yes. Okay. That's gross. They, they get that out and, uh, they're going to. It's Taven and Bennett, and they got Bateman. They're gonna they're gonna do the the misery scene. Where's Kathy Bates and all this? Well, hold on, Matt. <laughs> you dirty piggy, you dirty birdie, <laughs> dirty birdie. That's what it was. I was close. <laughs> Vincent comes out, and they're like, "We're gonna do it." And Vincent's the man. He's like, "Go ahead and do it, man." <laughs> you know, <laughs> do you dig it or whatever. <laughs> and then so he's a soldier, like you know, Bate, Bateman's a soldier, like. Well, so they just do it. They do it? They do it. It was pretty mm. cool. Um, and then uh, Taven's like freaking out on the mic. He's like, you tell Balloon Boy we're just going to keep doing this every week until I get my match or something. So I was like, it was it was a fun show. It was good to see. Probably the first time you've ever been invested in Matt Taven in a while. Yes. A long, <laughs> long time. God, between Taven and Jomo. Johnny Morrison. <laughs> yeah, you're not making friends in the biz, dude. I'm not. I'm making these, friends in the biz. These guys do not like me. I'm going to the moon. Speaking of that, do you watch NXT? 
Yes, Cameron Grimes is my favorite part. Okay. Constantly, like, oh, I see what he's doing in this video. I don't need to finish it. <laughs> I was like, is Ted DiBiase coming back? I thought he was going to make, like, a, a cameo yeah, at the end me or something. Too. Oh, that was, that was the best shit. <laughs> I love that. He just that. ends up punching the last guy. So he but then go- he drops the money. He did? Yeah. Oh, I missed it. He punched it. the last oh, guy and ran it. off. Oh. And then the, the guy just like looks down and all of his money's on the ground. He just picks it all up. <laughs> well, I missed that part. That's perfect. <laughs> I, I liked, I'm finally actually liking this NXT storyline with Dexter Loomis and the way. How like Austin Theory has Stockholm Syndrome yes. and Indy Hartwell's oh, like, Oh, you had to do it. Hit him with a chair. <laughs> I don't know. They're like, what is going, what the fuck is going, like Candace starts to say the F word and Johnny like stops her. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed that. Um, I, I don't like, it's weird. Like uh, Dexter Loomis, I don't like the character that much, but I love his in-ring stuff. Yeah. He pulled off the slingshot suplex, which yeah, I love. Yeah, that was good. I, he works really good. It's just and the seal walk is, is always no. I don't I like know, the seal walk, Adam. I say it's always creepy. I hate it. Yeah. I feel like he could start at the stairs and he'd be over here in like eight seconds before we could even run. Yeah, I don't like it. What did you think about uh, Casey and Zia Lee? Oh, <laughs> Zia Lee like <laughs> snapped Casey Cantazaro's leg like a twig. On those ring steps, which, yes. you know, it's all theatrical, but it looked great. Gotch sent me a gif of that. Yes, me too. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, one, Xylee's never looked better, and two, that was fucking brutal. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um, Karrion Cross took out all of the Legato Del Fantasmo dudes. Okay, I do have, it was kind of weird. There's a lot of truck stuff this week. There was. Between AEW and NXT, <laughs> there was a lot of truck stuff going on. <laughs> so much, so much truck stuff going yeah. on. Anyway, um, and then, like you said in the opener, Adam, uh, Adam Cole is a shit eater. Yes, uh, and the only part I didn't like was it, it almost turned into like a a fraternity, like 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 a, a guy like I don't know, overdosed or butt chugged too much or something. And they, <laughs> And they're like, I love you, man. I, well, I did this. It no, got, I bought the Natty yeah. Lights. I did this. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I'm like, you know it's coming. You knew it was it coming. It was fun. It, it it came. I like heel Adam Cole. Oh, yeah. So I need, I'm sure I it's going to be eater. fun. It's going to be shit fun. eater Adam Cole. Yeah. Did you watch NJPW Strong? No. The big match between Mox and oh, Kenta? I did watch. No, I did watch that. Yeah, I just watched Kenta and Mox. You didn't miss a whole lot. There was only two other matches on the card. One was a six-man with, like, TJP um, and a couple other guys. And then the other was a young lion taking on, like, this mountain of a man that I don't remember his name off the top of my head. Was it Man Mountain Rock? No. Oh. That would have been awesome. A mountain of a man. I thought I'd try. <laughs> uh, but the young lion actually wins, which was insane. Was yeah, yeah. But what do you think of Mox and Kenta? I expected more. Me too, one hundred percent. I felt let down. There was a lot of buildup. We yeah. had uh, Kenta showing up on Dynamite. There was just there was so much going on. And then the match, a I thought for I I thought for sure Kenta was winning. Like I thought Kenta was taking that title. Yeah, me too. And now I felt bad for Kenta. I did too. I, was like, I, I don't now know where do you go. I kind of kept waiting for it to get going. I'm like, okay. 
all right, no, now I'll pick up. And it like it would start to, and then, eh. Do you think because the guys are in different promotions, even if they're working together, it's like, hey, man, let's not do anything that's going to get either one of our guys fucking hurt? Maybe. Because that would like, suck. Business-wise, that, that makes a suck. lot of sense. Yeah, it was a very safe match, it yeah. looked like, you know? But it just, like, built and built and built, and then... You were, you were expecting more, like you said, and Mox hits the Death Rider. And it wasn't terrible, no, but no, it no. wasn't. It just didn't deserve God. all the buildup it got, yeah. I feel. Yeah. We're talking a year, right? Or how yeah. long has he had that damn briefcase? Since, uh, yeah, like last summer. Last I felt summer bad for G1. I yeah. felt bad that that was the payoff of the briefcase. Did you watch the NJPW Castle Attack? They nope. had night one, night two. Nope. I did not watch night one. I watched all of night two. Night one, Hiromu Takahashi had to relinquish the junior heavyweight title. This time, remember last time he had a broken neck, so he had to yeah, drop he it then. Again, right? Pectoral tore like right off the bone. Ugh. So he had to relinquish that title. It's just like, dude, that guy is snake bit, man. Um, he wanted Bushi to take his spot because, you know, there's LIJ guys. Right. And um, the powers that be or whatever... Because on night two, he was supposed to wrestle, um, who was he supposed to? Oh, he was supposed to wrestle El Fantasmo okay. for the junior t- title. So, Hiromu's lobbying for Bushi. The powers that be say, no, it's going to be a triple threat. It's going to be Bushi, mm-hmm. El Desperado, and El Fantasmo. And the match was awesome, by the that way. That sounds like it would be a good time. But what's crazy is... El Desperado, like the goon in Suzuki Goon, um, wins the title. Yes, I heard that. And like three days prior, he won the junior tag titles yeah. with uh, Kanemaru. So now in a matter of like four days, he's got he's all got, the gold. He's got two belts. And then the, the main event of night two, we don't have to go over to the other stuff, but uh, um, the main event of night two was... Kota Ibushi versus Naito for only the IC title. Okay. And I thought for sure Naito would win that title. Nope. Three Kamigoye knees later. Oh, and uh he ain't kicking out of that. He ain't kicking out of that. And and Kota Ibushi wins it. And he keeps talking about how he wants to unify, unify these belts. Right? Yeah. And then El Desperado comes down. And he says that on the March 4th show, which is their anniversary show, it's tradition that the junior heavyweight champion faces the heavyweight champion in a non-title affair. Okay. I'm cool but with that. He says, I want that. I want both of your belts on the line. And Abushi pretty much says, you know, you're going through the translator. Yeah. And he's, and he's like, basically says anytime, anywhere kind of thing. But now I did hear that the match, it will be a non-title match. But oh, how really? fucking cool that have been. What a swerve if El Desperado all of a sudden in the span of like just 10 ever. days won every title. <laughs> so out of left field. I would love that just because of the surprise factor. Yeah, so I do. I think they're, I think they are going to um, unify, which I'm not a fan of, but they do have a lot no, of I, fucking titles. That's how I read. T- I read that. I thought. Yeah. yeah. So I, my thing is get rid of the never open weight title yes. and just keep the IC belt. It seems yes. much nicer to me. It's much I'm more tidy. Sucker for the IC. I don't even know what the never acronym is anymore. It's you really weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, after last week when we talked about that Wrestle War 91. Yeah. Um, you looked it up. Well, remember I said Jim Ross just put out a podcast on it. Yeah. And I was like, I haven't listened to it yet. I listened to it. It wasn't that long. 
and he's I mean he's talking this card up the like crowd that showed up was only like 4,000 people. He was like dis- major disappointed in the turnout. Oh, but he's like the show itself was fucking awesome. And especially that, that war games match, right? Which Meltzer said at that point was the best war games match he'd ever, ever seen. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I have to at least watch, I have to at least watch Stan Hansen, big van Vader. Yeah. That's, that's good. That's a good time. And oh, dude, Stan Hansen comes out and he's got so much tobacco in his mouth. That of course. I mean, it is hanging out. It's all over his fucking chest. Midway in the match, I mean, there's just, there's brown shit. It looks like someone just took a shit in the ring. Because of all, all over. Tobacco chewy. Yeah. And that match goes to a double DQ. And it was, I mean, it was fine. It was two big hosses beating the shit out of each other. Right. That's what it was. Um, <laughs> but that War Games match was really good. And I couldn't, like, Pillman and. Uh, Barry Windham started off, and man, is Barry Windham bleeding like within two minutes, yeah. just gushing. And when they have that oh, that cyclone fence, and they're rubbing their head against it, and when the, the camera pans back, that. you can just see like these big red splotches I on like the cage. That. That's awesome. But the cage itself is so so short. Oh really? Like if Pillman's on the second rope, his head's touching the top of the cage. Really? You, like going to the top is. On, out of the fucking question, dude. No, you'd be like hunched over. Out huh? of the question. Um, and the match actually ends. Vi- uh, Sid, Psycho, well, we say Psycho Sid, but Sid Vicious um, delivers two power bombs to Pillman. And the first one, like as he's going with him up, Pillman's Lewis's head oh, just cage? smacks the cage. And then he comes down. And then he realizes the, that it didn't look very good because he like dropped him on his fucking neck. Uh uh, he's like, that didn't look very good, so I got to like deliver it again, kind of thing. At least that's just my yeah. my take on no, it. No, that's probably what happened. Uh, so he kind of like brought him up a little more gingerly, but it was there just was not a lot of room to work. But man, what a bloodbath! Flair, you know, he's got that white hair, and it's just that's the best look ever. It is when Flair has got the but yeah, it was crimson scalp. It was fun, <laughs> dude. I I really enjoyed that match. Well, that's cool. I like that. Um, do you want to get into? Is there anything else you want to get into? Uh, we got to talk about that homework. Yes. I have a lot to talk about on that homework, actually. Yeah? Might be going a little long this week. That's fine. Set it off. Uh, the Los Bestias? Is that what By the way, is? I don't want to call it homework anymore. Okay. Because I don't want to feel obligated. True. It's a recommendation. True. The recommendation match of the week. <laughs> the recommended match of the week from Deathmatch and Jake. I'm still going to watch it, but uh, it just sounds like I have less on my plate that way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, it was like the Los Beasts or whatever, and it was. I, maybe you have the names. I don't. It's, it's. I apparently don't have any notes. Oh, what the fuck, dude! Um, it was um, Black Tarus. I'm not going to name all these guys because I'm not going to remember them all. But oh, Gringo Loco, Gringo Loco, and you know, it was a lucha match. It was a fantastic lucha. A lucha match, match for a show that was put on by. Um, it was a co-promoted show by Black Label Pro and Game Changer Wrestling. Yep. And, dude, so much. It's it's always weird to me when you see such great chemistry or match choreography in these indie shows because these guys aren't working together constantly. Like no WWE, you would think they would have the best matches of all time because they're on the road twenty four seven. You could work on it. These guys probably just showed up to the building. 
you know, four hours before their match or whatever, maybe the night before, but either way, you don't have a whole ton of time. Like, let's steal the show. And I got to feel like there's a language barrier with some of them and shit like that. The stuff that they were doing where they're like stacking bodies. Like at one point there was 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 a tower of like four dudes that was like kind of a doomsday device type move. So many like major dives to the outside that went like three rows back. And yes. Uh, I, it was nonstop action. Like to, to throw the it whole, was total nonstop action. <laughs> <laughs> Karen Jarrett came out during the middle of it and bought it. No, oh. <laughs> uh, I, I loved it. Apparently, I must have. Uh, I loved it too. F- yeah, I, I had such a blast. Okay, I had such a blast that um, I got to thinking, and I was like. Why does that date ring a bell to me so much? Okay. August 30th, 2019. Oh. Show took place from Hoffman Estates, which is right outside of Chicago. The same time this show's going on, we are are at an AAW show in Logan Square in Chicago proper, pretty much. Um, And uh, (laughs) so... (laughs) We get to Chicago. This is all, all out weekend. weekend. This is all out weekend. <laughs> and me and Adam get to Chicago right as this AAW show is starting. Yep, our first AAW show. 90 minutes. Okay, we should set the stage. Because where the show is taking place, there's not a lot of parking. We pull in around to like this little parking lot in the back of the venue. And there's another car pulling in with us. And it's one of those things where, you know, you're not cool. You don't know if it's cool if you park in the lot kind of thing, you know? Yeah. And I say to the guy like, Hey, do you, you, do you usually come to these shows? And he's like, yeah. And I go, is it cool to park here? And he's like, yeah. But a while back, there was like a bunch of car break-ins around here, but that was a while back. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm not, I'm not that worried about it, but <laughs> just in case I pull my, Cause me and Adam are now in Chicago for the weekend. Okay. Yeah. This is, this is Friday night. We're coming back Sunday morning. Right. And, um, no, nah, Sunday morning. If you want to. Uh, sure. Yeah. Saturday, late Saturday, late night. Saturday night. Okay. So I'm like, okay, well, just in case, like I'm going to take my all, the all out tickets, which the saga to get those was amazing too, by the way, if I don't remember all that were, some some really nice person in one That's of the message right. groups sold them to me for face after I, I was looking for that. So, anyways, I and I trusted her, and she sure shit mailed she them to me. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm gonna put these. And I was driving a Pontiac Vibe at the time, and I put them like in the hatch underneath, like a, a mat or something like that, I'm like, just in case, you know. Sure enough, intermission. So we're, we've been in Chicago a whole ninety minutes to this point. Yeah, we come out to like have a parking lot beer and and uh, use the parking lot bathroom, <laughs> so we don't have to wait in line. And Matt goes in front of his car, you know, twenty feet or something, and I'm peeing, and I next to Matt's car, <laughs> and I look to my right, I'm like, oh man, somebody busted out the window on the truck next to us, <laughs> and then I look back over at Matt's car, I'm like. Oh no, his window is also <laughs> busted out. And I go, Matt, someone broke your broke your window. He's like, Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, 
Not for real. <laughs> they even went through my backpack. I had an yeah. iPhone in there. Too. None of our shit was like where it was. Yeah. They like rambled through. They must have been they looking didn't for just. They iPhone. I, I don't think they took anything. To be fair, it was like an iPhone 6. but Yeah, what is the street value on that? <laughs> Fucking nothing. This guy's like, this is going to laugh How much crack me. can I get with this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but dude, okay, so, so while this match. Okay, so while this show is going on, we're across town, way across town. And we are there. It was a fucking amazing night. Um, it was the Jim Lyman Memorial Tournament. Yeah, Josh Alexander, right? Josh Alexander wins it. He beats Colt Cabana in the quarters. We also saw Myron Reed versus defeating the Laredo Kid, yeah. who was in the match, in the Lucha match that we watched. Holy shit, he did two? Two that just, night. Just, I'm on my way. I'll be right over. Yes, no he did shit. two that night. <laughs> that Josh Alexander had the flu legit two that night. Really? Yeah. Uh, Eddie Kingston defeated Kurt Stallion, yeah. who is now on NXT. Oh. He's the Matthew McConaughey guy. No shit. Yeah, I didn't. It's so oh, fun to go back and I'm, look at all these indie shows because yeah, you're like half time. Like we don't know this guy. Yeah. Uh, Ace Romero was in it. Um, final saw Josh Alexander over Eddie Kingston. We also saw Lucha Brothers beat LAX in a fucking amazing match. Yes, and they, uh, they showed up the next night on at the All Out pay per view. Yep. Yeah, Sammy Callahan nice. retained his title over Chris Statlander. Yes. We also met Dave Meltzer. Yes. We also met Chris Ross, our big buddy over there in Scotland. Shout oh, out to you, Chris Ross. That was so fun. What a dead great end night. old. Oh, dude, it was the best night. Chris Ross, first of all, check him out. Um, he's at dead underscore and underscore old on yes. Twitter. And he has a YouTube show called The Reaction Room, which yep. is, at, I mean, this guy is a fucking blast. He's on Twitch now a lot, too. Yes. And we <laughs> we just, like, we met him. We met up with him because I knew him, like, through message boards on another podcast. And I just mentioned something to him. And he's like, holy shit, let me buy you beers. And, and then pretty soon it's like, hey, how are you getting to this next show or whatever? He's like... I don't know. Can I ride with you? And I'm like, yeah, but you're going to have to sit on broken glass. Like, I don't fucking care. I'll eat the fucking, fucking glass. I'll eat the glass. And we're like walking out, showing Colt Cabana my car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like that. It's so funny. Colt's like, oh, that's rough. That sucks, dude. And I'm like, yeah, it sucks. You want to ride? And he's like, no, I'm right down the street. And I was like, yeah, all right. I can walk. Uh, um, but yeah, so. I watched that Lucha match on the Black Label Pro show, and then later that night, I had, like, major heartburn. I was like, you know, you know how, like, you can always deal with it better if you're sitting up? I've had it three times in my life. Oh, once in a while, so I you get tell it. tell me. It's, for me, it it's sucks. like For me, it's like if you have, like, spaghetti or something, like, tomato-based, like, the acidity gets me. Stuffed peppers. That'll do it. That'll do it. But, so, I'm up at 2 in the morning. I'm like, what am I going to do? I should see what else was on that fucking is it, card. Is it? So it's like it had um, Lawler versus Mance Warner. Jerry Lawler versus Mance Warner. I was like, Filthy Town? No, Jerry. Jerry spends a good 10 minutes on the mic beforehand <laughs> and then proceeds to have a pretty good match with, with Manser. And uh, Lawler goes over, ends up pile driving Manser through a door. Holy <laughs> to shit. Get, to get the win. Good on him. Um, what else? There was Gangrel versus Orange Cassidy. I didn't see that. Did you watch the match? No, I didn't. Um, yeah, because it, it'll it'll show like yeah. You know, I did, God, how did I miss Lawler and 
Mance. But anyway, yeah. No, I, I never watched it. I, I, Gangrel, def- Gangrel wins that one. And it's very fun. Like, they have a really fun time. Like, the orange juice versus, like, the blood chalice oh, and shit like that. Nice. And That's perfect. It, and it was, like, a huge show of respect at the end. Like, uh, I think Gangrel, like, puts his fucking vampire sunglasses on orange. Oh, on I don't know. It was fun. This, it was, I miss independent the wrestling live. Thing constantly. Yeah, man. Uh, Nick Gage retained his GCW heavyweight title over Effie. Yeah, like that seems like I, the biggest Styles Clash of all time. That's David and Goliath, right? Dude, it was so great. So Effie comes to the ring first, and I haven't seen a whole lot of Effie matches, but it, it's fine. Um, but I just love how he owns that character. And yeah, just, I mean, it's great. But you don't see him like wrestling deathmatch style, right? No, I was like, oh, this is going to be a, a a murder. Nick Gage comes out death with, kill with a uh, <laughs> yeah MDK all day <laughs> with a, a whole bundle of light tubes, right? And he comes out and he sets him on like the apron and the fans are going nuts. Like the fans are like pushed. Like it looks like a mosh pit whenever fucking Nick Gage gets out there. Like, and it's fucking rowdy as shit. And these guys are all pushing each other around and stuff. And all of a sudden out of nowhere, Effie baseball slides the entire stack of tubes into right, him? right into Nick Gage. when there's like fans everywhere, oh. dude. I was like, oh. oh my God. And they, they battle all over the place. As you can imagine, like, Gage is bleed. It, it was a fucking. I might have to go back and watch. You that. should go back and watch it. It was it was pretty entertaining, but I couldn't. Part of me was like, I saw guys in the crowd with masks on, and I was like, wait, we didn't really know. Like maybe we knew of coronavirus at that no, time. No, it's not long. I guess it's December no, that it that, first comes that's, around. That's flat out. There's gonna be light tubes busted. Exactly. Dude. But I didn't put two to two together at the time because <laughs> you see a guy in a mask and you're it just doesn't like, mean oh, shit yeah. anymore. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know what that is? That's the Midwest weekend of, of like, WrestleMania. You know what yeah, I mean? dude. It's like, if you're at Mania, there's a million indie shows. They're going to put all these awesome guys together and yeah. try to make the best indie show. That's and I remember exactly selecting which show we were going to go uh, to. Yes. And I was like, ah, the We Watch Wrestling guys are going to. you hear so much about AEW. Yeah. Too, you know? I, and it was great. I liked Don't I, get me wrong. It was awesome. I liked our choice. I did, too. I, I don't really <laughs> care to be in a room full of busted light tubes to be 100%. <laughs> Good point. We don't get the Chris, you know, we don't get the pal up with Chris Ross. No. If we don't, and I mean, dude, honestly, we shit. haven't seen him in a long time, but I still consider him a friend. And I, I reached out to him not that long ago to help me out with something, and he was right there, man. Yep. yep. Um. <laughs> dude we, we're running late we should we should start to wrap things up the, the bracket for the new japan cup has been released oh my god those matches start on march 4th it's coming so fast um we adam and i and my sister and her husband oh yeah we're making our way to acw wisconsin this friday march 5th four-way ladder match oshkosh wisconsin i can't wait i'm super pumped for it their 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 next show after that is the big wrestles the uh wrestle con wrestle city con water city water city yes water city wrestle con and that's in april kevin nash is going to be there it's live pro wrestling there is nothing like it in st clombasi brian myers matt Matt cardona Cardona, tanel dashwood tanel dashwood tanel what else are we missing? Boogeyman. The Boogeyman. Come on, Adam. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, I, that's going to be so fun. But, yeah, it all starts. The road to WrestleCon starts this Friday, and I cannot wait to see it. Me too. It's going to be awesome. At AEW Revolution. Yeah. That's coming up this Sunday, the 7th. It's a Sunday, not a Saturday, Matt. 
We're going to get an exploding barbware death match. We know that much. That's the championship match. We also yeah, have- I like that I um, texted you and said, um, hey, no, I think I told you last week that I was probably out because we had plans with the oh, kids. Right. And then we moved that. So I was like, hey, I'm back in for revolution. And you're like, your place or mine? And I was like, we almost always do it here. But then I was thinking, I was like, the kids are always down here too. Maybe exploding barbed wire death match should be at your place. Up to you, buddy. <laughs> I think that's the choice. Whatever you want. I think that's the choice. Uh, we also got the women's championship. Do we have a what? No, it's Nyla Rose has won the. She beat Thunder Rosa. I know on YouTube. So it'd be her versus Sheeta. Uh, Wait, te- so who wasn't there a Japanese side of it? Did I think that's or something else? No, no. Eliminator tournament winner, which was I thought. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, what does. Does so, the winner of that have to face? I would think Nyla Rose would have to face. Then the, we get it. The the Japanese side. This is from five hours ago, and it says oh, Sheeta versus Eliminator Tournament winner. Okay, so we don't know who the Terminator. I bet on Dynamite tonight, or somewhere between here and there, Nyla Rose is going to face the Japanese yeah, side. That would make sense. And then we get that. Uh, AEW Tag Team Championship: The Bucks versus Jericho and MJF. Oh yeah. We got Brian and Cage and Ricky Starks versus Darby Allen and Sting in the street fight. What'd you think? We didn't really, we didn't even touch on AEW. No, we didn't. But didn't what did you think about that? Um, the uh, Sting, Darby Allen video. Which one? The one, <laughs> <laughs> the one from last week. Yes, where it's just Sting cruising with him like Road Warrior, st- Road Warrior style. Or he's yeah. Like- <laughs> But then it ended up being Taz's son yeah. that he brought out. Hook. Hook. Yeah, so I was I was like, people had to kind of explain that to me because I didn't realize that Sting was driving the car with Darby. Like, yeah. I thought that was rehash footage from when they, like, drove him out to the desert. And then I just thought Sting, like, found him. Oh, okay. But, but everybody's not on board with that. So I think your theory is correct. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I loved that Ray Phoenix versus Lance Archer match. Dude, That was yeah. really good. I had that in my notes. And by the way, Phoenix should not have to qualify for anything at this point. Agreed. Um, speaking of that, the face of the Revolution ladder match. Yes. Cody Rhodes versus Scorpio Sky versus Penta versus Lance. Instead of Wait, I thought Penta was hurt. He's back? He never even had to qualify. Interesting. Uh, versus two TBD. I heard Khan say that he was like going to be a surprise. Put somebody else in there or something. Then we got Miro and Kip Saban versus Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. As well as uh, there's still a casino tag team battle royal as well. But isn't that pretty much exactly what they just did like three weeks ago? It is, but they're going to do it again. But I did like it. So, And then the other one that we didn't talk about was uh, Adam Page versus Hardy in the big money match oh, yeah. for the quarter, quarter one earnings. earnings. <laughs> so fucking weird. Big, big Matt money. He's gone through a lot of... He sure has. Yeah. But anyways, I'm excited for it. It's going to be fun. Look it's going to be awesome. Big week of pro wrestling coming up. Can't wait to watch it. Can't wait to be back here next week. We'll talk to you about it then. Thank you, everybody, for the listens. Uh-huh. Give it here.
give it bigger than Jesus and bigger than wrestling, bigger than the Beatles and bigger than breast implants. Bigger than Jesus, bigger than wrestling, bigger than the Beatles, and bigger than breast implants. Bigger than guns, bigger than cigarettes. 